Hey, welcome and thanks for tuning in to Uncle Buck's Magic Review. I want to especially thank my new listeners in South Africa. So welcome. And uh, be sure to subscribe and share. Support uh, my efforts if that so strikes your fancy. If you have any questions or comments, you can uh, leave a message or you can uh, contact me at keithbuck88 at gmail.com and follow me on Instagram at unclebuck52. I'm going to do something a little bit different today. Uh, this is uh, getting close to Halloween, you know, that kind of season and thrills involved in creating a special show maybe for your audience. And uh, so I thought, uh, well, this isn't actually a Halloween show. I'm going to talk a little bit about mentalism. And uh, I've been asked before, you know, the what's the best book to uh, follow if you wanted to get more into the mentalism side of magic. And yes, there is <laughs> there is a little dispute among some magicians whether mentalists are magicians and uh, but that's that's not uh, where I stand uh, anyway so we're gonna kind of take a look at that uh, maybe a couple of facts and uh, a book review and uh, so stay tuned we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor I love magic of all forms, but mentalism is the branch I perform the most. Mentalism is the only area of magic that seems real to a lay audience. They not only suspend their disbelief, they actually believe. There are innumerable approaches to the presentation of mentalism, and I cannot and will not try to tell you what is best for you. I will, however, offer some observations on the field. The general field of magic in itself is limited. There are only so many basic effects in conjuring. Mentalism is even more constrained. There are only four, maybe five, basic effects. They are telepathy, which is the communication between two minds. A thought is sent by one party and received by another. Whether the performer acts as transmitter or receiver, the process is essentially the same from an objective classificatory viewpoint, such as that of the lay audience. Then there's clairvoyance, the reception of information that is unknown to everyone present. In this process, there is no transmitter. The mentalist receives knowledge without an imparent informational source. Also, there's precognition, literally knowing before, having knowledge of future events before they happen. Next is psychokinesis, physical manifestations of mental energies. That's it. That is all you're, you've got to work with, presentationally. In fact, the public tends to blend the first three categories together as well. Slightly modified areas also blend in 
such as psychometry, which falls in between telepathy and clairvoyance. Divination is another form of clairvoyance. Spirit manifestations, thematically a bit removed from the preceding, are in fact variants on the basic category of psychokinesis. It is from these four basic demonstrations, therefore, that we must build entertaining routines. All the many techniques that have been evolved for the first three categories, moreover, can be reduced to just three basic actions. Forcing, which is manipulating a spectator into saying, doing, thinking, what is supposedly a free choice, when in fact you have maneuvered his or her activity into a restricted choice. Stealing, which is to say obtaining information that is supposedly not being given to you. Then there's afterfacting, i.e. seemingly showing evidence of a prior commitment to the form of a prediction, when in fact the evidence has been introduced after the information has been obtained. A fourth category could be added, guessing, but this is in fact related to forcing, and that whenever a mentalist engages in the art of fishing, he is dealing with a restricted field of choice, often in conjunction with stolen information. There are many technical variations on these three techniques, but they all accomplish the same basic three actions, often used together as supportive actions toward a single end. In the fourth category of psychokinetic effects, there are many variations, but they most commonly fall into the realm of secret gimmicks or actions, although the power of suggestion is often solely responsible for PK demonstrations. I point out all of this in order to advance the idea that we are working in a field that is extremely limited. There is an obvious danger in falling into constant repetition and thus progressively boring our audiences. The only way to rise above the limitations of our field is by developing unusual and interesting presentational approaches. It is my intention, whenever I set out to create a, a new routine, to try to develop a theme that will hold an audience's interest. I hope you will give the following ideas a try. They work. This is uh, written by Phil Goldstein in September of 1976, probably before a lot of you were born. The reason I read that it's actually from the introduction of the book by, uh, you may know this name, Max Maven. The book is Prism. It's the color series of mentalism. Prism by Max Maven. While a sizable amount of literature devoted to mentalism was produced in the past hundred years, Little has stood the test of time. Among the scant amount that has is that of Max Maven. Writing under the name of Phil Goldstein, Max has created one of the largest, cleverest, and most influential book bodies of work in the field, stretching from the latter part of the 20th century into the 21st century. 
His star rose early with the publication of five slim collections, each packed with innovative and performance-caliber mentalism. These booklets, which have become widely known as the Color Series, contained items that have since become modern classics in this field. Maven produced them in small quantities, and despite ongoing popular request, had refused to reprint them. They have become highly sought after, fetching prices in the hundreds of dollars. At last, after a quarter of a century, the entire color series is again available. All 53 effects and newly illustrated by Tom Onasaka. Welcome to a classic reborn, Prism. Prism is by Hermetic Press. I got mine at uh, Penguin Magic, so be sure to visit them and uh, check out a lot of their other items. But Prism sells for right at $60. It's 219 pages long for 53 effects. The reason I bring this up, 53 effects, you can't beat that. I mean, do the math. <laughs> for 60 bucks for 53 effects. But I have had so many people ask me, you know, what book should I start with? Um, you know, there there's a lot of, like I said before, I mean, my favorite book may not be yours. But uh, there's there's several good ones out there. You want to be sure to check out anything by Anaman, Banachek. Uh, oh, geez. There, there's quite a few. You pick up uh, the, uh, what is it, uh, Encyclopedia of Mind Reading. That's always got good information, historical information. and uh, But as far as effects and stuff like that that you can actually learn from to get a real feel for it i have to recommend max maven's prism again for the price you know and i'm not getting paid anything for this <laughs> but it is one of my favorite books to recommend and uh you know something else maybe by uh eugene berger or it just happened to come to mind, but something that creates mood with your routine, you know, something by him you might want to read. Uh, but uh, yeah, give this a shot. You know, I, like I say, I personally perform one of the effects out of this book. Um, and one of the reasons, again, that I do mentalism is I don't have a pack a car full of uh, props. <laughs> Uh, nothing against that. I've done it before. But uh, it's so much easier <laughs> traveling light. But, uh, so that's my book review and my suggestion to others that want to look into, you know, mentalism, different effects. Now, as the 53 effects in here go, I mean, some of them do involve using a stooge. But that is part of mentalism. And... Uh, you know, there's lots of other techniques that don't involve a stooge. I don't even know why I threw that in there. But, uh, yeah, check it out. I think you'll love it. So uh, I got to give that, you know, this is one of my favorite books, as I said. So I'm biased. So I'll give it uh, four and a half wands.
And right here, we're going to stop for a quick word from our sponsors. Stay tuned. As I don't have any uh, effects or tricks to really uh, review today, well, I have them. I just <laughs> thought I'd do something a little different. I said that I was going to maybe teach a uh, trick. And I know you're thinking, how are you going to teach a trick without anybody being able to see it? Well, <laughs> this this is a really good, uh, it's a, I use it, it's a mentalism effect, but card trick in effect and uh, I know I tout uh, having your magic library available and always referring back to it this actually is an effect that I've been using for a while my boy Chris Ramsey uses it uh, maybe you've seen it performed uh, it's uh, it's really easy <laughs> But uh, the reason I bring it up is it's in Tarbell Course in Magic. If I'd have to go back and find it. But I think it's in Volume 3. I could be wrong. But uh, So what I want you to do is go run and get a deck of cards. Brand new or used. Whatever you got handy. I'll wait a second. <laughs> Okay, you're back. Now this is, I'm going to go through this real fast, so pay attention. On uh, the table or on your mat in front of you, what you want to do is looking at the deck face up. Here's, well first what you want to do is separate all the cards in uh, clubs, hearts, spades, and diamonds. Separate all four suits. You notice I said clubs, hearts, spades, diamonds. There's a reason for that. If you're not familiar with, the, it's called the chaste order. Uh, because of the clubs, C, H, hearts, S for spades, D for diamonds. Makes it easy to remember. Uh, and you'll find that that's a used in a lot of different effects. So anyway, uh, if you got all your cards separated... I know some of you don't, but we're moving on. So here's the order you want them in, the deck in. Now, again, this is face up. So you want them to run clubs first, and you want it to run king through ace in order, in that run. King on the bottom, running up to the ace. Got that? And you do the same thing with each of the suits, but they're stacked in order, clubs, hearts, spades, diamonds, okay? Now then, pick the deck up, turn them face down, and uh, just cut the deck one time, either bottom to top or top to bottom, just one time, okay? Now you know, and you're probably aware of it, the old guys know that 
no matter how many times you cut that card, that deck, it doesn't affect the order of the deck. It just affects where the cards start from. You follow me? Okay. So now then put the deck into its case, into the tuck box, put it away. Now then when you go up to a spectator or they ask you to do something, okay, fine. And uh, you can hand them the deck and say, well, I, okay, I've got this deck of cards. Or you can just take them out. Take the deck of cards out and ask them if they know how to cut a deck of cards. Now, this I usually do this in more of a stand-up situation. And some people might have difficulty cutting a deck of cards standing up instead of, you know, placed on a table in front of them. So I demonstrate, you know, how to cut the deck once. And maybe another time. And then I ask, could you do that? And I'll hand the cards back to them and they cut them. And okay, that's satisfactory. Then I ask, can you cut them, hold them behind the, your back and give the card, the deck a cut, one more cut. And uh, so they give that a try and say, go ahead and you want to cut them again. Either bottom to top, top to bottom, however they want to do it. You say, okay, now that they've done that, Go ahead and remove the top card. Don't look at it. Just keep your hands behind your back. Now, keep place that top card in your back pocket and hand me the rest of the deck. Now then, when they hand you the rest of the deck, take a brief glimpse at the bottom card as you take it from them, maybe just in reaching for it and to place it on the table out of the way. Don't make it obvious. Just glance at it. Okay, for example, you take the deck back. Boom, you look at it real quick as you set the deck down. Let's say, let's say it's the jack of diamonds that you saw. Okay, now by the way that you had the deck stacked, you know that their card, the card that was before that, is the queen of diamonds the card that was on top of the deck when they cut it, because the bottom card's the Jack of Diamonds. The one on top is the Queen of Diamonds. So you know their card. So you, you're starting off ahead. You can play it up however you want. Uh, I usually, what I'll do is, okay, I take the deck, put it to the side. I know the card's the Queen of Diamonds, for example. And I say, okay, go ahead and take your card out of your pocket. Don't look at it yet. Hold it against your chest or against your heart, you know, and then you can really play a whole uh, getting the vibes, the energy, traveling, however you want to build it up and then reveal their card. Or you could even write it down. You're getting, the, you know, the feelings, the vibes, and you're writing it down. You're catching an image and uh, then reveal what you have or say that your card i'm getting a red card well maybe it's a high card you know queen of diamonds and then have them look at it and show it around this gets great reaction you know and then you can take the card put it back in the deck cut it up a few times give it a shuffle now you've got a perfectly mixed deck to continue your next effect with if you do card effects but it's a great opener uh so anyway i just thought uh, i'd pass that on
and uh, hope you enjoy it. And uh, I'll be right back. All righty then. Well, again, I want to thank you all for stopping by and giving old Uncle Buck 52 and his magic review. A quick lesson. Maybe it wasn't so quick today. But, uh, hey, again, thank you very much. Be sure to uh, subscribe and share and support it if you so choose. Send me your questions, comments, suggestions. Uh, you can leave a message right here. Uh, you can reach me at uh, keithbuck88 at gmail.com or on Instagram at unclebuck52. So, again, thank you very much. And remember, who's your uncle? Yeah.